Welcome to Traders of the Lost Charts, a social podcast for traders. Recorded on the Rocky Outcrop Discord, this podcast features many of the people who make our trading community great. Stories, opinions, strategies shared on this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. Nothing you hear is financial advice. Today we have Lucas. Hello, Hello. Lucas. Hello, Sarah. Thanks uh, for having me as a first guest. Awesome. Yeah, guest number one. Guest number one. Cool. Cool. I found this concept for once like pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Because uh, yeah, because from this community, I think uh, I think uh, getting to know a few people uh, would uh, bring some value uh, towards the community back. Uh, you know. And yeah, uh, I I agree with that for sure. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, because we're here on the Rocky Outcrop Discord. Yep, yep. Yeah, and so we got here, you know, through our own journeys, um, getting into trading, looking for communities, looking for people who know what they're talking about, and we ended up here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, quite the journey. Pretty quick one, to be honest, to when I found this uh, this community that relatively quick then i mean uh it uh it made it so i uh i uh, uh um how do you say that skipped a few mistakes in my uh, starting trading career <laughs> it made it so i uh, started uh, with the right uh, right ideas on technical analysis so that's uh, pretty 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 yeah. glad for, from that uh, and happy with that that i found this uh, this place and yeah that's a really positive like, thing yeah, yeah, like Jamie and Rocky, of course. I mean, uh, not to be uh, like, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't want to put them on a pedestal, but damn, they're pretty good at what they do, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so what got you interested in trading in the first place? Um, man, yeah, the interest kind of started at uh, where I think a lot of people from the community, their interest started at the GME craziness at the time and uh, the massive percentage moves and the huge amount of money people would be making on this uh, this one asset called GME and uh, I find uh, I, f I found that pretty interesting about the, 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 the theory that surrounded the whole idea of GME so uh, I uh, <laughs> I bought a, a, a one share uh, via a friend of mine because I didn't have a broker account at the time, and uh, that was the share I held for the longest longest period of time. But um, uh, let's see, and then I um, made a broker account too, and um, and I'm starting to look for information, and. Um, uh, because I was looking at the charts and it, of course it didn't make any sense to me like what was happening and how, when to buy and like the technical concepts and uh, the, those things were all not there at the moment so um, I just had to look for some information you know so I uh, started to look and I found all the great <laughs> YouTube personalities people are very familiar with in the GME community I think the your average uh how's it called how's it called mo money that guy i found yeah uh and uh i was the other guy um the guy with the ducks do you know what i mean oh i i don't um i think the first person i followed was the masked investor oh that guy oh yeah i i, I never <laughs> followed i never followed him because i followed it was kind of i don't know weird and uh, i don't and, know i and, i thought yeah, I thought his his thing was kind of fun because it was just like a relaxed social thing. But, you know, I didn't get all of the in-depth information I was looking for. Yeah, exactly. There was like also what I would conclude by watching these people uh, like uh, they're I thought they were not that authentic and more like a persona instead of themselves. And 
uh, there was more entertainment than there was information so i don't know i i just started i needed more than that you know so i started looking and i kept looking and then one day i don't know how but i uh, ran into jamie's technical analysis video on gme i think it was around march and um and then i saw what he what he did like the 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 first uh, glance at everything he did was like really overwhelming and i didn't know how to interpret interpret those things of course so yeah um, but when i saw him call those highs and uh, um, um in the march high of, of i think that was that when i saw him call that that was just the moment i was kind of hooked on uh, on his content because i mm -hmm. knew he was like um, he presented himself as himself so that's like pretty easy to um, see when a person is being himself and when he's not I think people can of course um, yeah trick you on that you uh, have to be you have to be really uh, special to to fake something like that yeah yeah of yeah <laughs> really yeah, exactly. scary like, yeah then that's and, just sociopathic that, almost I think like yeah. If you're that scary, then it, it tends to come out like you start to realize, wow, there's a lot of bullshit here. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like the opposite within this case. And you just you know? knew uh, he didn't have an agenda. You know, the other guys just were talking in a. Yeah. You know, when someone's authentic and when he's not, I think when you're just when you watch them for a while, I think it's just easy to. See, and uh, with Jamie, I noticed that he was just um, uh, real and uh, his information was just spot on and really accurate. So that also gave more credibility to his um, his work. And uh, yeah, I stuck with him uh, until now. And uh, he, uh, uh, how I found Rocky was like, um, uh, was through uh, spotting because he, he advertised his brother. And uh, when I found his brother, that was, uh, yeah, f first instance, it was just purely for the GME technical analysis. I only cared about the GME technical analysis, but when I started watching them and I started watching them consistently, I noticed that I started noticing things on the charts itself. Like I yeah. uh, started to notice when prices bounced off support or, 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 or resistance, like, hey, that's interesting. And I didn't have any ideas further with it i didn't do anything with it i didn't start trading on that moment uh, it was just interesting to see that i started to notice some things and uh, and and due to what they later explained was like a concept called osmosis like if you watch them for a while and you watch them consistently you just gonna pick things up because they structure their shows in a certain way so you do uh, yeah. and and <laughs> when they told me that that was like uh, <laughs> It was like uh, also pretty crazy and and really accurate and true because um, now a year and a half later, um, yeah, man, I, I, I can uh, do technical analysis on I would say relatively a pretty high level, and um, and that's that's insane. It's like the the amount of lessons I learned from those two guys. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and it's every day. It's every day, and this sounds like uh, man. This sounds almost sponsored and advertised for them, but it's just true. It's just how I think about them because um, they gave me this chance to to potentially like change my future and for the people around me as well. So I'm I'm really really grateful for that, of course. And um, yeah, so that's how I started my technical analysis uh, journey through GME and uh, now uh, through Jamie and rocky yep and here we are here we are <laughs> here we are yeah yeah it's pretty crazy yeah um yeah and i think it can be kind of scary thinking about something like trading you know there's there's a lot of negative stories out there about people getting into it and thinking they're gonna do fine with it and losing a lot yeah um yeah so so that can be really you know, scary and unmotivating, but finding a place that teaches like critical thinking and realistic thinking. Um, I mean, that's really motivating in yeah. a lot of ways. 
Yeah, true. Yeah, and it it looks trading looks like when I didn't know anything about it, it just looks so far away, you know, so unreachable for for yes. for me. And like, where the fuck do you begin, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and and yeah, d- these two guys just gave me a way in and uh, and uh, yeah uh, and helped me yes, to uh, to see that it is it is manageable and it is it is uh, um, achievable for for any any person who's willing to dedicate uh, time and uh, effort into uh, this uh, profession. I think so. Yeah. So um, you're from the Netherlands. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm from the Netherlands, and um, I'm still a student. I'm uh, I'm 21, so um, yeah. Like combining uh, this with my current study <laughs> is uh, sometimes quite uh, difficult, but uh, pretty rewarding. That I must say, it is pretty rewarding. Mm-hmm. Not in not not specifically in in mon- uh, amount of money, but just in. Um, um in in learning the whole thing because yeah it's it's i find it just fascinating yeah there's a lot of money ah money there's a lot of value <laughs> there's a lot of money yeah there's a lot of money yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah no like like a lot of value yeah um yeah both right i mean there there is yeah, a so, lot of money but in the first instance a lot of learning uh yeah what would you say is your learning style my learning style. Ooh, um, I would say uh, I kind of like the concept of, of osmosis. Just watching uh, other people do it and subconsciously uh, integrating ideas into my own uh, mind. I uh, so that's just the easy way of learning. I think um, mm-hmm. like the just watch them do it and watch by learn uh, yeah and and learn through that way and also the concept of deliberate practice i find fascinating as well but mm-hmm. um so deliberate practice is just consciously um practicing one thing um uh and like getting feedback and yeah like yeah there's a few aspects that makes yeah. it deliberate like uh you need feedback on um on your work it has to be kind of consistent and um and yeah and deliberate <laughs> i don't yeah, really know like how purposeful. to explain this but just purposeful yeah and just mindful practice and um i never never ever ever uh, was into making homework and things like that so um i gotta be honest it's quite difficult to set myself to paper trade uh, for instance so just mm-hmm. so t- to trade uh, for i don't know a month or so just with fake money right and but i know there's a lot of value in that so i probably should do it so yeah um, yeah yeah um like today i was trying to set up a trade and i realized i'm just not like even though i've been listening and learning things i'm not personally familiar with everything enough to be able to do that and follow through with it very easily Hmm. Um, is that a confidence thing or is that a a skill thing is it like it's it's both um it is definitely a skill thing it's a familiarity thing Hmm. and that's where i can see uh the paper trading would be enormously valuable yeah um and then can because then i can actually test you know, without risking everything, <laughs> yeah. be like, did I learn this correctly or am I completely wrong? Yeah, 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 it is. It is, man. It's it, it, it would have, um, I think if I would just start with paper trading. It would have, uh, uh, um, how do you say that? Um, um, uh, not cost me a lot of money, but because I didn't, uh, it cost me some uh, lesson money, I would say. Because you yeah. pay the markets Intuition. to learn your lessons, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's, those are the hard lessons, but those lessons probably stick the best because you, yeah, because it costs you real stuff, yeah. you know? And I maybe, think. Maybe, maybe they, they stick the best, but like going back to deliberate practice. Yeah, then um, that's a better, uh, better way to uh, um, move towards uh, becoming a better trader, yeah, I think. Yeah. Because with the money, yeah, man, that's, it's just 
pretty overwhelming. I, I mean, I wasn't even that aware about how emotional I, I got when I put in money in the markets about my position. It's it's pretty crazy how, how, how affected I was in my daily life with my GME position, for instance. Yeah. And it was just subconsciously too, right? It was not, not that I was constantly aware of it, but it was like it was just in the back of my head like, oh, man, it's still down. It's, you know, and... Mm-hmm. And that can affect, uh, can affect you. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, the managing of emotions, like because now I'm in the course of of Jamie and trade spotting, and man, this really gonna sound, sound like a sales talk, <laughs> but but uh, um, but it, this this course, man, it it yeah, it teaches me that the managing of risk and the managing of your emotions are really big important parts of the trading journey and um, yeah. i noticed that i was missing that on the start and i i learned uh, um I, I was glad i in 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 first case like learned from them to do the technical analysis and um the first big lessons right so i at least had right. the right way to start it but like it, it was just missing like a whole, a whole lot of holes in the knowledge and in the in the way of, uh, of of doing it correctly, so that's what the course uh, helped me this last few months pretty good with. So. Yeah, but you also don't like doing homework. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> yeah, homework. Yeah, it's man, it's just uh, I don't know. I uh, I always had uh, problems with school when I was uh, just studying things. Uh, I mean. Um, the whole the whole concept of the of how the school system works with the mm-hmm. authority and with the just sit still shut up and learn and don't ask questions yeah i don't think no i don't ask questions about the about the the, the lessons uh, uh right s- stuff we were talking about right but no not ask questions be um bigger than that you know yeah yeah no i have a similar uh issue with traditional schools where I just feel very uneasy in that type of setting. Mm. And I think in a lot of ways, that's what has attracted me to this forum, where I think this is this uh, like learning together, you know, over the Internet is a type of community college. Yeah. (laughs) But you're actually in control and and you can take your time if you need to. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like, um, and I was kind of wondering why, right? Because the the Dutch schooling system is pretty like uh, highly valued in relatively to other countries. But how is it in America? I mean, that in my, I, I mean, I would I would say that would be pretty demotivating schooling. Uh, is that right to say? I mean, is it right? Um, I would say like uh, col- the college system in america right now is basically the same as what you get in high school um you know there's it's like very short amounts of time to learn how to pass tests and i it's not like really good training on how to do things like yeah. skills that you need in the well, workplace and you, do, you, you just get educated to be a worker right i mean not to Think for yourself just how to function within the system how to make money uh, on the markets yes. for instance i mean you don't get <laughs> skills like uh, learning who you are and things like that you know and uh, not those... very easily yeah obviously i think there are people who do very well in the traditional school systems but they probably also have their lives together yeah yeah that's true yeah like you mean if you don't have a stable environment, then it can be extra challenging, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's why, like, I think I think traditional school is very unforgiving of people Ooh, who yeah. have a lot of responsibilities and they have a complicated life and it's hard for them to keep up and meet these deadlines. But it's like we still need to learn and we still need to be able to take care of ourselves. Yeah, you know? yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, gotta use this system to your advantage to grow and uh, help people around you, right? Yeah. So, what is your ultimate dream with trading? 
or like what's your vision you know going forward with it man uh what's my vision on trading uh i would say uh i want to become one of the best technical analysts in the world okay. like the level of rocky and jamie that would uh-huh. make me quite happy and um and i want to i want to uh, be able to provide uh just an income from this i want this is going to be my job that's kind of what my vision is it's like this is going to be my job my current um job and stuff is just a way to get towards this um and i want to create freedom for the family and people around me um because yeah life can be difficult sometimes within uh within the system so within the the society and within the pressures of uh, of work and just uh yeah i want to just uh, take uh take that weight of uh, some of my family's shoulders and i yeah i don't know i don't know if i'm able to do it but i i kind of know know i'm going to do it you know i don't know maybe that's so what weird. gives you that what gives you that confidence um because the analysis i'm able to do right now is is pretty crazy um with the and, and and when i get this thing under control when i really got my emotions under control when i really get a consistent strategy within this whole language that i learned from rocky and jamie i think it's just a matter of time before i reach my higher goals of financial freedom and, and people helping people around me so yeah it, it's just the confidence comes from from knowing that rocky and jamie are the real fucking deal and and um better knowledge than you get from them are, you aren't gonna find anywhere i i believe my personal opinion but you know um yeah i don't know i just don't gotta my my yeah i don't know my confidence is just like it's just a matter of time that's that's it yeah. it's just a matter of time yeah and and for me um i get you know, some of that confidence by seeing what other people are doing with the stuff they're learning and how well they're doing with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's really motivating so, as well. Right. I mean, that's just looking yes. in the discord community and looking at all the trades people are doing <laughs> in the crypto, yeah. uh, for example, man, those percentages, it's like, you don't gotta let it go through your, to your head. Right. It's like, oh man, he, she just made so much percentages. I need to do that as well. That's like, uh, I find myself doing that sometimes. And that's like stupid uh-huh. because that's just ego, you know, then you want to trade for, oh, look at me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the better trader. And it, it doesn't have to be about ego uh, because that's, right. that's like when i understand what jamie said about the people in institutions like um you feel like you control the world and that um when you make the right calls and technical analysis it looks like you fucking move the price it looks like you knew it it has a really really um if you predict the price of bitcoin to the almost to the cent for instance it's like it's a your ego likes that. <laughs> you need to be aware of that, let that, and not let that rise to your head, right? I mean, right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, what's insane to me, what still blows my mind, is that when you look at a chart, it's not totally random. There are probabilities there, and it is predictable. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh man, that's crazy to just sit still and think about that for one minute. It's just the 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 one because what you do is like study of mass psychology right i mean it's an expression right. of a really big group of people and their psychology in that moment at that particular time and and people's behavior is uh behavior be it within markets you see for instance behavioral patterns and that's why rocky said like technical analysis is the study of technical entities and also the uh, um, uh, risk management, of course, and behavioral finance, because it is study of people and study of yeah. So that's, oh man, that's just fascinating, and that you can just yeah. predict like what the majority of people is thinking at that particular moment in time, and make a probability. Um, uh, uh, how do you say that? Uh, probability uh, uh, chance for that. Uh, right. I don't know how to say this in in English. Sorry. Like like a like a projection yeah yeah like a projection for for what's uh what has a bigger probability to happen yeah so that's cool yeah. man technical analysis is cool 
Mm. Well, I'm about to say something really stupid, but Do it. Do <laughs> um, it. I just thought about <laughs> how, like, okay, um, you can predict, you know, the way uh, bees will make their hives. It's very mathematical mm. and it, it forms these patterns. And I don't think the bees are aware that that's what they're doing. And that's what I think of when I see these, you know, like the Fibonacci levels on the charts. Yeah. And where the price tends to go back to. It's like most people, you know, initially don't necessarily know that. And obviously now, like people who trade, they know about it and they, you know, measure these things. But it's like it's creating these patterns like as a mass of people kind of working together and it repeats over and over and over again yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's sick and fibonacci on itself yeah. man it's like oh i, I kind of would like uh, rocky and jamie just to talk about like how how did it start to work was it already there like because fibonacci you see also back in nature like it's one of the i don't know how you say it like the uh, mathematical uh, um, uh, it's, uh, explanation of a few Yeah, a few it's, it's something fundamental, yeah. Within the universe, it's, right? Like a universal law within... But I don't know, I don't know enough about it, you know? But it's just fascinating that it works. I mean, what, what you say um, about that um, people are probably not even aware that things retrace to, um, for instance, uh, 0.5 and and then they think, oh, now I'm going to buy again. I don't know how it works, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know how yeah. many people are actually looking at the Fibonacci and how many people are trading on basis of fear and greed. And mm -hmm. if those people trading on the basis of fear and greed um, are buying at that moment because they think, oh, man, this is cheap, relatively cheap or relatively uh, uh, oversold uh, or, or on an extreme point. And... Is it like, uh, are the Fibonacci's emotional levels as well as Fibonacci's? I don't know if this is a good explanation. I feel like, yeah, you know, I, I, I think, I think, yeah, because that's what we're responding to. We're responding to our own emotional levels and, yeah, you know, emotion, it, it, it comes from nature. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. And emotion drives markets. That's, that's, that's what we know from, uh by great teachers and but i think as well right the big institutions and the big the big money who moves markets uh also use fibonacci i mean yeah. the 1618 is like the amounts of time i have seen price retrace or a bounce on a 1618 is is pretty pretty significant in that it gets respected a lot just like a golden cross or a death cross gets respected those are just technical artifacts that yeah, that, that a lot of people draw the same conclusions about and that's why it happens, what, what happens. But yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get too yeah, like deep maybe, in those things. Maybe that's why, maybe it was always like that. Maybe it was always happening like that. Um, yeah, yeah, but that, yeah, I, that's, I that's about... the weird thing. Didn't, didn't Rocky or Jamie say something like that? Like it always happened like this and people just discovered it instead of yeah. people made it work that's just man that's mind-blowing yeah i think it's something that like pre-existed our awareness um and and here's what i think about too is even with people understanding what these levels mean they're also looking at other factors and they'll still make decisions that you know go the other way yeah so it's like does it all balance out and yeah, everything yeah. moves with the same probabilities over time it's just uh the 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 pulling of a, of a rope rope pulling you know that's yeah. that's how to see some of the moves i think like uh bulls and bears pulling on the rope wanting to see price action do certain things and yeah, yeah and 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 breaking of levels and um testing things and retesting support and those things just make it so that one particular group has a bigger probability of being right i think something like that yeah you know so yeah it's it's pretty cool though i find it, it uh, quite amusing to watch uh, for instance just a bitcoin oh man and the total market caps if people uh, are gonna hear this that you gotta check the total market caps that's just mind-blowing that we have the technology 
to be able to see how many money there is in the market on crypto in in total it's just just looking at that number is uh, pretty uh, pretty staggering mind blowing yeah so what do you use that information for uh, the total market caps yes um i use it to see what the uh, alt markets and what the crypto markets uh, are doing um so i i uh, this also i learned from rocky this is what i learned from rocky uh, he, he looks a lot at the total market caps mm-hmm. and here you can see what the overall crypto uh, market is doing and uh, you can draw conc- macro conclusions if you uh, compare it to uh, for instance um, the total market cap 2 that excludes bitcoin i think it is bitcoin okay. and yeah yeah it only excludes bitcoin so when i look at that i look also at the bitcoin dominance Mm-hmm. And when the Bitcoin dominance is dropping and the uh, uh, total market cap 2 is rising, uh, then you can conclude that it's positive for the uh, for the, um, the, the, altcoins. the altcoins. Yeah, for the altcoins. Yeah. So, but when Bitcoin dominance is rising, so the, um, the Bitcoin percentage that uh, exists the, in the total market cap, right? I mean, the amount of Bitcoin mm-hmm. there is um in contrast to everything else when that's rising then everything else should be dropping so uh, and everything else is altcoins in this instance i don't know if i explained it right but it kind of works because i i looked at a few things uh recently for uh turnarounds in altcoins and uh bearish divergence on tops in the recent rally towards the top sides and and when i do ta on the crypto uh total market caps uh things get respected and ta works just like ta works uh Mm. on the total market caps as well and that's (laughs) that's pretty weird because it's just everything cramped in one in one ticker you know so uh, you would expect really everything to move differently and but it's kind of kind of you can just do technical analysis on it too yeah that's really cool that seems like super super useful yeah yeah do you trade crypto a lot um i'm um i'm getting into crypto more and um it's just purely because i'm <laughs> kind of done with the gaps on the stock market like mm-hmm. uh just constantly uh like when you have a position open and you don't know wh- what kind of fuckery is gonna happen in the pre and uh, pre-markets and after hours i don't really like that and like Rocky said the, the the fuckery you can see in crypto markets are just in broad daylight and in in stocks it's just in the after hours in the pre-markets you know so crypto is in that in that um i think a little bit more transparent and uh e i don't know per se easily tradable but there's a lot more volatility and a lot more percentages to gain i think so uh, it seems like yeah like crypto since it moves so much so quickly um it's a lot like if you know what you're doing, you can make that money a lot faster. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you could also you lose it a lot crypto? faster. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that also. But that's what the, what we learned risk management for, right? I mean, right. That's the whole stop loss. Use a stop loss. Stupid. Use a stop loss. Yeah. Come on. Come on. It's not that hard. Use a stop loss now. But the the not using of stop losses, I never ever did. Uh, because I, when I started trading, it was just uh, those were the biggest lessons that uh, stayed with me from Jamie and Rocky. When I didn't even know I learned those lessons, is always use a stop loss. So yeah, yeah, that was uh, that helped me a lot in the knife catching season of November till till now. <laughs> so <laughs> that was pretty. Knife uh, catching. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I made a lot of mistakes on those. Just the two tight losses, stop losses, and the chasing of trades, the fear of missing out, uh, those emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess, like, like, how long have you been sort of learning about this stuff? Would you say it's been like about a year or so? Um, I think it's about a year and a couple of months right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you feel like, I, I feel like it's been about the same amount of time for me, but like, all of that emotional stuff where I just want to like FOMO into trades and chase trades and all of that stuff. I feel like 
in a way I'm getting it out of my system yeah. and it's yep. just seeing how unsatisfying it is. Yeah. 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 Exactly and then, right. yeah. yeah, sticking with sort of like the education side. So like, you know, in the long run, I'll know enough to trade in a way that is satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. It is that that's just what needs to get drilled out of you, I think, right? Because that's the thing you have on the start. Oh, I'm missing something because something is moving a couple of percentages. But like the most important thing that Jamie and Rocky also said, like was there's infinite opportunity at all times. So that helps me with the, the cope of missing a move, uh, you know? It, it doesn't matter because it's just, there's opportunity everywhere, always. And crypto will not go away. So there will be opportunity forever. And of course, those big turnarounds in bull trends and bear trends, um, yeah, those are maybe more significant. And I gotta say, I'm like more aware of, of those moments, like when we reach the low now, the current low in the crypto markets, it's like, are we gonna see a turnaround? I don't know. I don't know. The, 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 those are more things I'm concerned, not, not per se concerned with, but I don't really care about those those uh, missing uh, 30, 50% moves, but I do kind of still mm -hmm. care about what the market overall is going to do. And um, if I'm going to miss right. something uh, on the macro scale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're looking at the big picture, looking for where like the most opportunity will be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's why when Rocky talks macro stuff, man, I find that so fascinating when he just, uh, yeah. when he just goes big picture. That's, uh, yeah, that's really cool. Cause he can uh, uh, put a really, really big picture, pretty concise and, uh, and uh, pretty clear over. So, uh, so I have, uh, I have uh, uh, eyes on the big picture then because of that. But yeah, you can't you can't really trade it the big picture. Uh, uh, yeah, you can trade the turnarounds, of course, but still, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, but like that, you would say like looking at the crypto um, market cap charts and like the Bitcoin dominance charts. Would you say that's a big picture thing? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pretty. And big that actually, picture. yeah, that's pretty big picture. Yeah. And that's how. And and you're saying like. That, that actually is useful because then you can decide, okay, is there more opportunity in Bitcoin right now or is yeah. there more opportunity in all coins right now? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And then to um, see what the overall market is doing, right? So then you can expect like, okay, so if the overall market is doing this, then probably the individual altcoins are more likely to do that. So because it is mm -hmm. part of the total picture. Yeah. 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 So big picture. That is super useful. It is, yeah. I kind of was. I think I was kind of skeptic at it first, right? I mean, I was like, "Ah, oh, no, don't, don't make it big, big picture. It, it, it can't be that." I don't know. I don't know how I was thinking a while ago about it, but it was like when Rocky started doing those big analysis. I was like, "Ah, oh, no, just stick with the stick with the small uh, things because those move bigger or something." I don't know. I don't well, know. yeah. Well, matter. I think I understand what you're saying because what you're looking for. You're looking for your next trade yeah. and it's like, okay, what is, what is taking a step back and looking what every, like everything overall is doing? How is that going to help me find my next trade? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I can't trade something that's worth 6 billion. That's, that's not something I can buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. But it, it did help really, really, really much in the overall uh, state of things and analyzing of the, of the state of, yeah, the state of things uh, at the particular moment in time. So. Mm -hmm. I'm glad he just kept doing it because I, I, I don't know, uh, maybe I, I'm wrong on this, but uh, I can't really recall it very well. But I, I know I'm f now fascinated uh, with uh, with the macro stuff. So. Great. Yeah. Yep. So what do you what do you do other than work a job? You don't really want to work and like learn how to trade. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like my hobbies and things. <laughs> yeah, like your hobbies. Okay, I I play guitar. That's what I like to do. Okay. I um, I uh, do a few sports, like go to the gym, those type of things, and uh, uh, play table tennis sometimes for the 
flow state to come in those flow states, you know, yeah. <laughs> where a trader is uh, likely to find his uh, consistency and profit as well, like trading uh, in flow. But that's uh, something else. Um, I also like to study a lot of topics and yeah, not really study, but just hobby study, like ancient uh, history and uh, psychology and philosophy and and uh, and the nature of reality and those things and human consciousness and those those type of subjects i'm quite fascinated fascinated with as well so uh yeah that that uh, that ke- that keeps me pretty busy busy on the on the the, the day you know and uh, currently i'm working uh, uh an internship at uh, at a uh, marketing uh, agency so that's that's um kind of not really what i want to do because i want to become a trader but it is the road towards it so i kind of have need something to a fall back on and b just um give a consistent uh income for a period uh for i don't know how long you know so i can just build a build a build a portfolio on that and then uh, then slowly make the transition out of that job and towards this one when uh, when when income takes over the other yeah Yep, you got your security. I, uh, you know, you've got your fund. You got to fund your hobbies. You got to fund your portfolio. Yep, yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and funding the hobbies important as well, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Do you think, um, in in, you know, your future when you are primarily a trader and that's your primary source of income, do you see? yourself having more time to devote to things you enjoy just oh like man absolutely absolutely yeah i think the trading style that attracts me the most is like the longer term time frame uh, stuff so you define a target and uh you wait days or weeks for the target but you get the i don't know 100 150 percent on the on the asset you know not always those crazy things but that that means that when you want when you do your analysis um you have a lot of time because you just gotta wait for price to come towards your entry and um and i think that if i can uh, make an edge that is consistently profitable and um gives me like the space to do those trades i uh, i'll have a lot lot a lot more time to uh to do the things I uh, I really enjoy doing, so uh, yeah, I think it's gonna give me a lot of freedom uh, in the long run, because I'm not looking to be quick to be be rich quick, you know. That's not something I care about. I don't I don't really even care about be becoming rich, but I just wanna uh, be able to um, be responsible for my own actions and for my own finances and for my own choices and and to create freedom within those re- within the res- responsibility. To give like, yeah, that's pretty fulfilling in my eyes, man. If uh, um, that sounds like the dream. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> for you as well. What's, oh yeah. What's your uh, idea for the for the future? I mean, yeah, I can totally re- relate to everything you just said. I think in theory, um, I like the long term targets. You know, waiting for that catch and all of that. I know in practice. I get bored really quickly. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, that's true as well. Yeah, yeah. Now you say that. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe eventually, you know, I'll wear myself out swing yeah. trading crypto and I'll just want to stop. <laughs> and then I'll put in, then I'll put in those, you know, longer trades, you know. Yeah. Um, but right now, I'm not even at the point where... I'm confident enough to, you know, like wait for targets and have things go my way. I'm still in that paper trading stage. Um, it, it's so easy to 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 lose faith in the process and to doubt myself. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. It it man, it's just um, I don't know how 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 is your analysis? Is it like working out most of the time or still a lot of? I would say that my analysis is is almost non-existent like you know i'm putting things up on like up on my charts and i'm looking at it and like for a second i think oh i know what this means and then and then i'm like wait no i don't (laughs) Mm, um I'm, i'm like still i'm more 
um, at the point where I'm comfortable doing trading drills, just, you know, like buying and selling quickly and, and changing the direction. And like, it's like, okay, I'm familiarizing myself with these game controls. That's great. Um, you know, when I have these technical tools explained to me, I understand in the moment, but it's not integrated. It's not something I can count on. Yeah. Yeah. I understand what you mean. Yeah. It's, uh, sometimes you just not got to think, you know what I mean? Uh, when doing yeah. analysis, because, uh, when you think like, ah, nah, it can't be that. And, um, because when I, I know when I start do- doubting myself, I make mistakes. And when I just trust myself, uh, it all almost always works out better than when I would have doubted myself. So, um, I don't know how, because I don't understand every little thing about technical analysis. And I probably, I don't know, maybe I'll ever do. I don't know. It's, it's pretty, pretty extensive. And there's a lot of indicators and things and signals. And, you know, it's, it's just huge. And yeah, keep it simple is also pretty important, right? So I think by just observing and because, Sarah, you, you, watch, you watch Rocky and Jamie a lot too, right? I mean, um think if you yeah, just whatever i can yeah 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 right so when you just look at the charts only looking and just have a few moving averages you're probably already seeing uh likely areas to uh get retests on to or support and resistance you i think you uh, unconsciously already know more than than the mind itself uh um yeah. wants to think you know, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. And I think you're right. Um, so it's just yeah, a matter of trusting yourself, right then? Trust in time. It's it's that for me, it's that persistence because yeah. I might be having, you know, a really tough week. I'm exhausted from work. Um, I'm overwhelmed by everything in my life and I'm just tired. Hmm. And I sit down to try to study and it's not clicking like on some level, I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. But, you know, um, I just know does, I'm going to register. have to be really patient oh. and, and persistent and just like one day at a time. And then, you know, a couple of days later, um, I'm well rested. I feel good and it all clicks and it's like, yeah. OK, it was all worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's 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 beautiful. Right. I mean, yeah, when you really understand a concept. It, and it and it just and it just is there and you can always come back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Learning right. things. Right, but cool. I always wait. Always wait for things to click before I try to use it. Hmm. Yeah, that's maybe my mistake. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know how much I know sometimes. You know. Yeah, but you know we've uh, we've done drills together, so yeah you know we we know we can keep like helping each other out and learning and practicing and i think we'll get there <laughs> i think so too I think <laughs> so too. yeah we just gotta do the drills and not not procrastinate and uh, damn that, that's something i'm good at too just uh just make an overwhelming picture in my head about all the things i need to do and then just do nothing and then i'm thinking like oh man just start just stop stop negotiating with yourself just do it just uh yeah yeah that's all you can do and just just yeah just fall well, and get back up and those things you know yeah and sometimes when it comes to procrastination there's it's it's like i can't rate what is the most important task right it's mm. hard for me to decide this is more important than that so sometimes i have to deliberately choose what i think the most insignificant task is and a lot of times it is the drills because it's so easy and it, it seems like almost stupid. Like, yeah. why should I do this? Yeah. yeah. But it's like, but if I do this and it's done, I'll never have to think about it again. Yeah. It won't be in the way of the other stuff I'm trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's so much more interesting to, to do analysis on a Bitcoin and uh, trade it than uh, to do yeah. trading drills with moving averages or trading drills with candlesticks. Oh, man, that was a really difficult one to get through. But uh, Ooh, yeah, you're going to have to help me out with that because I, I have not done those. <laughs> uh, OK, I'll go over it again because I I, I kind of cheated a bit my way through. So I, uh, I, I was I was I'm kind of at the point I'm, I'm going to accept that those trading drills are going to be consistent within my life. It's going to be part of my lifestyle and and learning things because 
I know the training drills isn't just a one time. Oh fuck, that was so that was so boring, and it has to mm. be really integrated on execution. And the way I think that it's currently structured in that you use a trading uh, view for uh, the paper trading. Um, the system within trading view is kind of not the same as your broker would be, right? So the execution right. part is, I think, kind of what you're missing in kind of look the 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 accent of what you want to reach with those trading drills is execution, nimbleness, quickness, um, uh, emotion, uh, emotional awareness. Uh, how how am I feeling with the trades? But I don't know if you can really. Uh, um, um, how do you say that? Uh, mirror those experiences you write if you don't have the real, uh, real deal, right? From paper trading because it's different than trading within your broker. So I don't know if the weight equals each other. So perhaps we could do it via KuCoin paper trading futures. I don't know if you want to do that. That's probably a good thing to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, I haven't explored KuCoin very much. Okay, it's pretty. It's seriously. I, I was. I was pretty. Uh, um, yeah, I was procrastinating in exploring yeah. KuCoin too. But it's really easy. But that's yeah. They want to make it well, easy, that's of cool. course, right? But it's yeah. It's well worth it to uh, check it out and make an account. I think. Yeah, and I've seen. I've seen people on here do some incredible things with KuCoin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Just look in the crypto uh, section of the Discord. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking it's insane, but I'm, I'm wondering how much uh, leverage they're using, how much uh, margin. I don't know. I don't know, but that's <laughs> some, some, some. I think, oh, that's an uh, that's an increase of zero point zero one one on the ticker, and then they have twenty percent. And I'm like, mm, that's that's a lot of leverage you got over there. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to trade with so much because I don't I don't really understand how it works. Uh, I kind of do, but I kind of don't because uh, yeah. Uh, I, I just use my stop losses and 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 that makes it so I never get liquidated, you know. So uh, margin is a possibility, and I did did it a few times, but I don't know. Isn't it like? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but... Yeah, margin makes me nervous. I tend to stay away from it <laughs> yeah. if I if possible. Yeah, the same as <laughs> options, right? I mean, options is I find that that uh, pretty scary as well. But futures I found scary as well because I didn't know what it was. But futures I still really don't know what it is, yeah. kinda. But it's it it looks to me like the same as spot, because I can just put in a limit order, put in my stop, trade on one time margin, and then things work as they should. So, um, and I found the in KuCoin the uh, menu and the thingies uh, a lot easier than the spot uh, execution menu. So I don't know, futures are just, yeah. Yeah, it's all, to me, it's all about just being persistent and getting familiar. And then, you know, everything that scares me now in the future will just be either like a tool I can use or something I can't use, you know? Yeah, 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 no, yeah, nicely said, yeah. And uh, the, the f I, yeah, to be honest, I kind of, need to stop trading and just doing the drills and start paper trading so because uh that's what i said I, to myself well i feel I, like yeah i think there's this um eagerness to get to the point of financial <laughs> freedom yeah but yeah yeah we're, and, and, yeah, uh, we're and in, maybe in the... i don't know if it's maybe with me the arrogance like oh i can do that oh i know i know it i know it already but man i just need to get the basics drilled in really really right. drilled in Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. You're you're fine. Um. Yeah. No. For me, it's more like I don't feel like I know anything at all, and but I'm super eager to be financially free mm. and change my life. But I'm in a in a time period right now. This is this is the part of my life where um I just have to learn. And that has to be fine. That has to be exciting. It is fine. You know? Yeah. I have to be um, invested in the process. Yeah, because if you want to get um, yeah, uh, reasonable expectations on the long uh, on on a short term, it's just gonna give you stress, and you're just gonna get into a, a circle of uh, stress because you think you're not 
learning right. quick enough and then not learning because you think you're not learning quick enough and th- those kind of uh, patterns i think uh, th- then that then you're more susceptible to that so just yeah just take it easy be patient with yourself and uh yeah i don't know stuff yeah. like that just it's also what i got to do with myself so hundred percent. So we are just about at an hour here. Oh man, time flies, <laughs> time flies really. Awesome. It really does. Um, any, have you made any trades that you are proud of? Oh, that- cool question. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I'm pretty, I, I didn't take the, tra- that's the thing, man. Oh, I take sometimes the, the most recent times I, do analysis and i don't take the traits that have good analysis and um and 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 have a, a good risk um, um uh, risk management within them built within them but i do take stupid short um impulsive traits so uh, that makes they it work out <laughs> and those don't work out no they, they don't. don't they don't they never do they never do <laughs> Yeah, sometimes they did. Uh, I gotta be honest. Sometimes they did work out. But okay, the most, the thing I'm most proud of is the uh, weekly time frame analysis I did on BBY, on uh, Beth, Bob, and Beyond. I think I, I look. I don't know how much credit I gotta give to Rocky and Jamie for the targets and stuff, but I don't think a lot because uh, I did my own analysis on it and uh, I picked. Uh, let's see, the overall FIP. From the high to the low and i was targeting on a weekly the golden pocket to get a re-entry on and that was pretty pretty damn accurate and uh, the analysis i did was uh, okay um, um um i would say pretty good because it was a risk to award from from um 124.7 so my risk was 1.5 percent and my reward was 200 percent but and it worked out it's fucking crazy but but the thing is i'm gonna be honest i pro- i got stopped out at kind of at the start because my managing of my positions is yeah i don't know pretty pretty shit because i don't know very well how to trill my trill my profit and how to uh, manage okay. my profit so that's something i need to learn as well but the but trade- once you learn that <laughs> you're <Man>. good <laughs> yeah um, yeah and I, and I also got one on uh on on nfta nfta um okay. and that was uh and that was a risk of two percent <laughs> and a and a percentage move of 343 percent but <laughs> but but the thing is i kind of i kind of be, be honest that was not what i was targeting at so those okay. uh, two targets were like where the move went and when you would have trailed it you probably were gonna get stopped out on the way there you know what i mean uh, like the drawbacks yeah. within the move but the overall move went to that percentage but um with my not so good profit management skills i think i would have got stopped out uh, multiple times on the way up but the nfta uh, that one had a retracement to the is that a gold product? No, that's a point five. To the point five, so probably would have got stopped out on that. My 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 thing is probably on around the two three sixes. But with those kind of moves, when I think this could be a real turnaround, I uh, let's say my uh, my my trading stop losses and things get better right now. So I would have given it more space to to pull back. So yeah, that. Uh, and, uh, and a few Bitcoin uh, predictions that uh, went pretty, pretty damn accurate. So th- those are always fun to do. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that all sounds really great. And you're <laughs> on your way to, to totally crushing it. I um, so. and next time we talk, um, I hope to hear about your improved risk management and, you know, maybe see like seeing like you know, some profit taking in there. Yeah, yeah, it would be great that I, <laughs> that I start to make money with this, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> now that's the part, yeah. uh, but but th- that's why I just want to finish the course first, you know, because the whole risk management section and the divergence and the, those things, oh, I need them. I really, I really, I really not, um, I just need to stop trading 
and start focusing more on the course because that's what gives me the gives me the basis to do it correctly and right and not have so many questions and doubts about myself as well within trades yeah. and within looking at divergence like is this continuation divergent is this so sometimes it's difficult like because some sometimes uh when you retrace against uh, uh a really big down move for instance it's probably always gonna see like continuation divergence if you know what i mean uh no nah, this is hard to explain but yeah i don't know i just have a lot of questions if we don't about have a first. chart yeah here. exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah but yeah it comes down to it just uh just uh, gotta focus on the course and then on trading yeah and not the other way around because I, I just too. keep distracting distracting myself yeah and i you too yeah well we, we yeah. can help yeah we can help each other out we can i hope we just need to do the trading drill sarah we just need yeah to do just the do the trading drill. we'll do it yeah awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be fine okay all right well thanks for coming on today um i hope to have you on again soon yeah awesome uh, it was very fun thanks for having me i hope yeah. uh yeah, I hope this uh, was a good first show. <laughs> I have no idea. but I uh, think it's perfect. Uh, nice. Nice. Good there. Then uh, right. have a nice uh, evening then, uh, Sarah. And uh, good luck with your ne next guest as well. Right? Thank and with, you. And with the growth of this awesome podcast. <laughs>